Hello, everyone. This is Delisha Artis, and I am your host of the Wealthy Crown podcast. The Wealthy Crown is where we empower believers to become better financial stewards by applying both godly wisdom as well as practical money strategies. So get ready to position yourself for financial breakthrough and abundance by the supernatural power of God. And may your hand never lack what's in your heart to do for the kingdom of God. Hey family, welcome back to this week's episode of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. I'm excited to have you guys here on today. So let's go ahead and jump into it. As you can see this week, we are talking about when God tells you to sow, when God tells you to sow. And I love talking about this topic. And the reason being is it really brings some perspective and balance and insight as to the way that we teach financial literacy here at the Wealthy Crown. Uh, We teach not only the practical side, but we also definitely teach on the spiritual side as well. Um, I'm all about money planning. I'm all about being intentional about your finances, about having a plan in place. Listen, I am the queen of that message. I'm always going to tell you, make sure you plan, make sure you sit down, make sure that you are very, very intentional. But there are going to be times along your financial journey, if you're going to walk in the supernatural, if you're going to walk in increase and abundance, God's way, and God increasing you, that you're going to have to make sure that you're operating in the kingdom principles of financial stewardship that come from the word of God. So again, I'm all about money planning. I'm all about being intentional, but not doing those things, going against the voice of God in our lives. And as you see, as we begin to talk on today, I really want to encourage you uh, because it doesn't seem right or it doesn't make sense in the natural. You know, if I made these financial decisions, I'm now finally at a point where I want to turn things around and I'm working on saving, I'm working on, you know, paying off this debt and I have these financial goals and I'm really ready to work and commit to making come to pass. Why would God speak to me and tell me to sow it? Why would he speak to me and tell me to give it away? And so I want to talk with you that about that on today. And I really want to encourage you because it is not unlike our father. It is not unlike the Holy Spirit to whisper to our heart in a season and a time where we think we're focused on, you know, executing our own goals. And that the Holy Spirit will speak to you and say, hey, I know you have plans for this money to do this and to do that. But I have something else in mind. And my question for you today is, are you going to obey? Or are you going to put your will and your plan and your money plan above the voice of God? And so before we get into it on today, let's talk a little bit about sowing and and giving. You know, what does that mean? Well, there's several scriptures in the Bible, and this is a kingdom principle. You know, the world will tell you save. The world will tell you to do all these other things um, because they think in their mind when you give, it's a loss. But we see through the word of God and in the kingdom of God that when you give and when you sow in obedience to what the voice of the Holy Spirit is saying to you, then that brings increase into your life. It brings abundance. It's not a loss to you. It's actually a gain. It's actually an opportunity for the supernatural power of God to show up in your life and to move like never before. 
If you look at Luke 6 and 38, very familiar scripture, it says, give and it shall be given unto you, right? So that scripture just lets us know that we're going to receive a harvest from what we give, right? Then when we sow and when we are obedient to the Holy Spirit, then we can expect a press down, shaking together and running over harvest back into our life. That speaks of increase. But you're going to have moments along your journey when it doesn't feel good to give. The Holy Spirit may ask you to give in a season where you have more than enough. But there's also going to be a time when the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you to give and to sow in a season that seems very hard in the moment. It may be a season where it's not as abundant as it was before. And sometimes in those moments, it can be hard for us to understand why would God do that? Why would the Holy Spirit speak those things? You know, why would he ask me to give? Why would he ask me to do this? And this is where we really have to focus in on the word of God. And it tells us in Proverbs 3 that, you know, we should trust in God with all of our heart, right? And lean not to our own understanding, and so that's something that you're going to have to learn and that I had to learn in my financial stewardship journey. Listen, if I was going to do it God's way, this is why I'm not your normal or typical, you know, financial educator or we don't teach financial literacy in a typical way. We teach it from a biblical perspective, a perspective of God first and honoring God. Yes, we do the practical things. Yes, we money plan. Yes, we do all the things that we're supposed to do because the Bible also declares that faith without works is dead. The Bible also tells us in Luke 19 that we're supposed to be good stewards. God's expecting increase from us. He's expecting us to do something with the resources, whether that's financially or with our giftings and talents and calling. He is expecting us to bring a return, to bring increase based on the work or the obedient work that we do with what he's entrusted into our hands. So I want to take this moment. I want to read this scripture as we get into it, because the first thing I want to deal with is, you know, why would God ask me to do this? Okay. Why would God ask me to sow and give and maybe a hard season like God? And I've been there and I'm going to give you examples on today. Again, I never teach from a perspective of I read it out of a, a book. No, I teach from a perspective that I've gone through it. I know this to be true. And if you had an opportunity to read any of the books in the Wealthy Crown book collection, then you know for a fact I've shared my story. And I'm telling you, there's not a time that I've obeyed God in this area that he has let me down. It has just been an opportunity for me to experience him on another level that otherwise I would not have experienced him on. So I want to read the scripture to you really quickly. And I want to deal with, you know, why would God do this? Okay, so let's look at. If you're anything like me, when I looked at my financial situation, I was simply overwhelmed. I had not enough income, too much debt, too many expenses. I literally felt like I had made too many bad decisions that there was no way for things to turn around. But here at The Wealthy Crown, we know that it is intentionality with our finances that helps to position us for financial breakthrough and abundance according to the word of God. This is why we are now offering financial breakthrough planning sessions. 
These are one-on-one -on -one financial consultations where you will walk away with an organized, personalized money plan and debt payoff plan. You'll also have a one-hour strategy session where we will discuss your finances and the things that we can do practically to position yourself for financial breakthrough and abundance. We also pray and seek God on your behalf for financial breakthrough. So if this is something that you know that will help you to get started and get on the path um, to getting your finances back on track, simply go to thewealthycrown.com, click on financial breakthrough planning session and book your initial consultation today. Again, that's at thewealthycrown.com. Click on financial breakthrough planning session to book your initial consultation today. Psalms 126. Psalms 126. And we're going to start with verse five. And I'm going to be reading out of the King James Version. So Psalms 126 verse five says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves, or that means harvest, with him. And so I read the scripture on today, and this is something that along my financial journey, I really um, held dear to my heart. Because one thing I want you to understand about my financial situation at that time, again, jobless, going through a divorce, looking at over $70,000 worth of debt, and I had no job. It was very clear in that situation that man couldn't help me, right? If I would have done it man's way, I would still be in that small 600 square foot apartment on today. No, I knew that I needed a miracle. I needed the supernatural power of God to show up in my life. And the only way for me to do that was to operate in kingdom principles. Yes, do the practical things, but I must make sure that I am operating when it came to my finances through the revelation of the word of God. And so as you're on your journey, you may be focused with your money planning. You're going to save it. You're saving up a down payment for your home or, you know, you're saving up, you know, money to pay off that student loan. Or maybe you're saving money to start that ministry or that business that God has placed upon your heart. And he's told you to do it. But then you hear this tap on your shoulder, this knock on your heart. And the Holy Spirit whispers to you and maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe you're out and about or maybe you're in a church service or maybe you're a part of, you know, a local organization and something is going on. And they, they do a call for support financially so that they can operate and do ministry and do the work that you are behind. And in that moment, in that time, you may feel the knock of the Holy Spirit on your heart saying give. And so. So, again, you say. Why? I don't understand. Well, the scripture lets us know out of Psalms 126, we see that there are going to be times that we're going to sow in tears. There are going to be times when we give, the Holy Spirit says sow and give when we are in a very tight spot financially. But what I love is that we have a promise in the word of God that if we sow even out of a hard place, that there's going to be time where we're going to reap joy. That when we give out of a place of our own need, and I've been there, I've been there, where you have your own goals, or maybe you're in a place of need, and the Holy Spirit says so. We have to know, the Bible says, doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his harvest with him. We have to know that when I'm obedient to the Holy Spirit, and I sow, and I give this, there's a harvest on the other side for me. This is not a loss. 
And one of the reasons that God does this is one, it moves us into the supernatural power of God. I'll share this with you along my journey. I talk about this in um, the book, how honoring God unlocks financial breakthrough. I remember finally saving my first a thousand dollars. It took, took me so many months. You guys, it was my first time ever in my life that I saved a thousand dollars. And I remember being in a church service and feeling the leading of the Holy Spirit. There was a call for a seed and I felt the leading of the Holy Spirit tell me to sow it. And um, I obeyed him. I obeyed him. And a part of me was like, God, I just got this money, right? I just got to the place where I have money in my account. I don't know about you, but there were several years of me only have $25 in my savings account because that's what I needed to open up the account, but I could never put money in it and allow it to stay there and to really be an emergency fund for me because I was always pulling it out. But I had to knew that I had to know in that moment that sewing was allowing me to operate in this kingdom principle out of Psalms 126. That there was a harvest on the other side of it. Although I was crying in the moment. Although I didn't understand. And my flesh, after I wrote that check, was like, girl, you have to start all over again. But my spirit rose up and said, all right, that's okay. If I could save $1,000, then I could save another $1,000. That was my initial thinking. But later on, did I know that God had a $20,000 harvest on on his mind for me? And had I not been obedient to him in that moment and thought about my own money plan, my own goals, and I didn't submit it to the power of God, I would have missed out on this reaping in joy. I would have missed out on this moment of rejoicing, carrying my harvest with me, knowing I sowed a seed in obedience to the Holy Spirit. And now I have a fulfillment of his word through harvest in my life, through abundance and through increase. Yes. One thing that I teach and I say And this is what separates me. Yes, I'm going to money plan. Yes, I'm going to save and do all the things. But I'm going to submit those plans to the power of God, to the word of God, to the voice of God. Why? Because I want to experience supernatural results. If I would do it man's way, I would still be there today. All right. So that is one way or one reason why he'll ask you. He wants to get his power active and moving in your life. You may plan one way in the natural to do it, but God has a supernatural way of increasing you and blessing you and causing you to pay off those debts, causing you to, you know, purchase the home and do reach your goals. But in a supernatural way, in a way where he could get the glory. You also know if God asks you to do these things, it may be a tight season and where you're really trying to turn things around financially. Know that God has increased on his mind. God literally has increase on his mind. He is not trying to take from you. He's actually trying to get increase into your life. This is why, yes, we are intentional with our finances, but we do not put our plans above what God is telling us to do. You know, and as a financial educator, you know, I have an opportunity to work with clients one-on-one all the time. And we may plan and organize their finances, but they come back to me and say, hey, I told you I had this amount of my savings. God told me to sow it. What do we do? Well, we keep moving. We develop a new plan. Because I'm never going to allow my voice or my wisdom or my insight to supersede what the Holy Spirit's telling you to do. That's when I'm getting out of, out of my lane and I'm getting in the Lord's business. And I don't want to be in the Lord's business. I just want to do my part and support you along that way. So if we have to come back to the drawing board, come back to the table and develop a new plan, let's do it. 
And I'm also going to celebrate you because I know God is doing something on the other side. The next reason that God does this in our lives when it seems like it's very, I don't know, a timely or untimely moment, right? Is he's really testing our obedience. He's testing our willingness to really submit our finances to him. Matthew talks about this. It tells us that we cannot serve both God and mammon. We can't serve both God and money, right? We have to choose. Now we can serve God with our money, but we can't do both. And one of the ways that we show that our finances and our money is not our God and how we submit our finances and money to God is by giving and being obedient. So in that moment of giving or sowing my first $1,000, right? I could have said, nope, I'm more secure with that $1,000 in my account. I worked too hard to get this done. This is my money. Or no, I could say, you know what, God? Yes, I've done my part. I saved. I did what I was supposed to do. I'm seeing progress in my finances. But I recognize that you are my Lord. You are my God. You gave me the strength. You gave me the wisdom. Before I allowed you or I um, opened up to allow you to have free reign in my life and in my finances, I couldn't save a dime. But thank you, God, because your power is with me. I am going to obey you in this area because you're the reason I even have the $1,000 in my account. God is in this moment. He's testing our obedience. Why? Because God is going to give you more. He's going to increase you. And if he couldn't trust me in that moment to take the only thousand dollars that I had and sow it, then how is he going to be able to trust me when his plans are to increase me to millionaire status? If I have millions in my account, he tells me to write a million dollar check. Well, if I don't pass the money test, which is what my pastor calls it on this level, right? With tithing and being given, you know, being obedient with sowing the $50 or whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. If I'm not obey, obeying God in that season, that I don't pass the test to go on to greater and to go on to more. Because not only is God trying to get money to us, he's also trying to get money through us. And I have to know that in that moment, which is another reason he's using me as a tool, as a vessel. Because the money that he's entrusted into my hands, he has another purpose for it. There's a son or daughter or ministry out there that is doing his work and he needs what he's entrusted into my hand to get over to them so that they can fulfill their vision and call that God has upon their lives. He's saying, can I trust Delisha? Can I increase her? And then can I come to her and say, hey, I need to use some of my money that you're holding. Because that's what it is. And that's my promise to God. I told God, I don't care how much money I have. I will never. How can I tell God no? When it's his money. He increased me. He blessed me. He gave me the strength to do it. And so I told God, I will never tell you no when you come to me and say, hey, remember that a million dollars? You know. Remember that building? Remember that car? Remember that house that I told you to purchase? I need you to sow it. I need you to give it. Yes, sir, I'll do it. Because I am a steward over what God has blessed me with. And so are you. So just know that God has a plan to increase you. He wants to allow 
and make room for supernatural power to come into your life. This is why we can't lean to our own understanding, right? But we must trust God's way that is higher and better than our way and our thoughts. We also know that this is a test of obedience. Can we be trusted with increase? Or will we allow money to dictate our decisions and what we do? Now, getting to the last question that you may have before we wrap it up today. Minister Delisha, because yes, it is anointed, because if it wasn't, it wouldn't be working. Right. <laughs> working crazy. for me. It is really working for me. And I feel so light. I feel like weights are lifted off of me because when you have debt, that is a weight. That is a yes. weight on you. I don't care how young you are, how old you are. It's a weight. And when it's removed, you can feel lighter and God can do other things. He can use you more when you're not burdened down with debts. And I praise God for it. And I hope my testimony helps somebody because it's working. If you stick with it, because I wanted to give up a few times. I really did. I'm going to be what you call transparent. I wanted to give up a few times, but each time you would come with something, either in your podcast or something you would put on Facebook, I said, she must've heard what I was thinking or what I was saying or something. Anyway, you would say something and God would put that in me again to keep going, keep going, keep going. Cause I'm not through with you yet. I'm not through with this process. Cause like you said, it's a process and we have to stick with it. And I just want to praise God for you. And you just keep on doing what God has anointed you to do because it's working. So you may ask yourself, all right, Delisha, what should I do? If you're in a situation where the Holy Spirit is asking you to sow or to give, either in a time of abundance or a time of just where it's tight, it's a lean season. You know what I'm going to say? Obey him. Do not miss this opportunity to see the power of God show up in your life. Do not miss this opportunity to allow harvest and increase to hit your life like never before. You know what? We're supposed to live our lives in a way that we are proof that what we read, what we teach, what we sing, what we pray about is real. We're supposed to be living and walking testimonies of the word of God. And so when we sow and when we give, even when it doesn't look right to the world, even when we look crazy and it doesn't make sense, like you're losing, you're giving all that away. What are you doing? We'll be able to come back with the testimony and say, this is what my God did. I told you that the word works. Doing it God's way is profitable. There's a supernatural way of doing things. If you serve and honor my God, this is how we show that we are living proof to the word of God. So you know what you should do? Obey. Obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. Obey him and do exactly what he's telling you to do. And one thing that I want to say when it comes to giving, when it comes to sowing, never do so under pressure. I don't care if you're out or if you're in a service or you're in a place. And if you don't feel the leading of the Holy Spirit to do it, do not do it. Why? Because the ground is just as important as the seed. Oftentimes, we are sowing in places that the ground is not fertile. It's not going to yield anything. And how do we know that this is good ground? This is a good place to sow. The Holy Spirit would tell you to do so. 
you're, you'll, you'll have this peace in knowing that God is leading you and telling you to do it. Because again, we want to make sure that we're sowing and giving in a place that's actually going to produce harvest and increase in our lives. And I want to encourage you. There were times, listen, there was a time when all I had was my rent money. That was it. And it was actually a couple of days before rent was due. And an opportunity came forth at that time for me to sow a seed. And I knew in my heart when I heard the call for that seed, I knew it was God. I felt the leading and the peace of God to do it. And so I sowed it. And was I able to pay my rent? Absolutely. God came through. And this was at a time where it was very tight, very lean. But I knew God was leading me to sow that seed. So I want to encourage you on today. Because sowing and giving is really going to test your willingness of heart. Whether we're going to trust God or not. Whether we think the money in our account is our God or God will actually come through and fulfill his promise to take care of us and to provide for us. So I want to give you that example. One, I felt the leading of the Holy Spirit to do so. Yes, it was an act of faith, but I felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit to do so. And I want to give you that real example. Because oftentimes we really do have the money. There's fear there because I, oh, I have this money for this bill or I have this money for that. Well, the Holy Spirit knew what I had in my account before he told me to sow it. So I had to trust on the other side. All right, you know I have a need here. I'm yielding this to you and I'm believing you for a harvest and for increase. Okay, so some practical things that you do after you sow that seed, after you obey the Holy Spirit, track your seed. Make sure you're writing it down. Make sure you're tracking your seed. You write it down. This is when I gave. Mark your seed and know. And continue to pray over that. And when I say pray, I'm really talking about giving thanks to God. I thank you that harvest is on my way. My pastor says this all the time. Um, that when you sow and when you give, give um, it's not leaving your life. It's going ahead of you. And at a time and a moment when you need it, you're going to experience your harvest. Today, we are living and experiencing the harvest of the seeds that we sown on yesterday. And we don't know what's down the road, but the Holy Spirit does. So oftentimes you may go through a season where you're just planting, 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 giving, 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 giving. He's setting you up because he knows down the road you're going to need this harvest. So you're tracking your seed. You're writing it down. You're praying prayers of thanksgiving. And knowing that your harvest is on the way, you're praying for the rain of increase to come into your life and you confess it with your mouth. I thank you, God, that because I was obedient to you, that I'm going to reap in joy, that I shall come again doubtless with my harvest in hand rejoicing. That is your promise. And so that's what you have to remember this, guys. Remember this. Whenever an opportunity comes for you to obey God and you're given, no matter where you are in your life, obey him. He has a harvest on his mind. He has increase on your on his mind for you. 
So I hope this blessed you guys. I hope it encouraged you. Just be obedient. Yes, we money playing. Yes, we save. Yes, we are intentional. But we do not put those things above the voice of the Lord. I love you and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye.